welcome to Youth Reloaded, the program that is presented to you by the children of the youth, where we're trying to educate the youth of today and tomorrow, and we're giving a voice to the voiceless, where we're talking about problems that we all face, and if you have anything to comment, please drop a message at youthreloaded.com, or you can find us on the Instagram, and it's all take place on radio with Lantus 107.9, the heartbeat of your community, so thank you for tuning in, and so we love to your community, a bless up. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Youth Reloaded Show. Today you are joined with myself, Logan Hansen and Tamiko Pond. It's been a while since our last show, but we are finally back. So let us jump right into it. February is the month of love for many relationships, but it can also mean showing love to friendship and family. And many get to celebrate their love for each other. But for many others, a lot of women and men are suffering in their relationships, emotionally and physically. Today we will be talking about gender-based violence, especially in relationships, and the impact the pandemic has had on it. We all know that gender-based violence is a huge problem in South Africa. We know it, we see it, and we sometimes talk about it, but we just never see change. And when we come back from our break, we will be talking about it. So please stay tuned and we'll be right back after our break. With my face turned to the sun Weight on my shoulders A bullet in my gun Oh, I got eyes in the back of my head Just in case I have to run The clouds roll back and the stars fill the night That's when I'm gonna stand up Take my people with me Together we are going to a brand new home Far across the river Can you hear freedom calling Calling me to answer Gonna keep on keeping on I can feel it 
So welcome back. Um, so like we said before today, we'll be speaking about gender-based violence. And since it's our Valentine's show, we are going to look at how we can use Valentine's Day to spread awareness on gender-based violence. The law for this is because almost eight years ago, South Africa lost Riva Steenkamp to femicide. Law graduate and model Riva Steenkamp was murdered by her boyfriend, Oscar Pretorius, on Valentine's Day in 2013. The celebrated athlete admitted to shooting her four times while she was in the bathroom of his home in Pretoria. He pled not guilty and he said that the noise being heard before firing through the door was an intruder about to attack them. He was originally convicted of culpable homicide but the state appealed successfully and a change to murder with a six-year jail sentence. This just shows that there are risks that guns pose to women in their homes. Guns are supposedly brought into homes to protect the family. However, they are also brought out in some homes to threaten a woman into submission, sometimes resulting in death. Violence against women is a human rights violation, but that takes place every single day around the world. Globally, one in three women experience physical or sexual violence, most, mostly by the intimate part. During the pandemic, Gender-based violence increased even though many thought that the quarantine would reduce it. As we all know, quarantine is necessary to reduce the community spread of the coronavirus disease. But it is also a serious psychological and social disruptive consequences. This is known as the quarantine paradox. That also includes an increase in cases of gender-based violence. An article is in the present review reveals that the previous pandemics and epidemics, there has been an alarming rise in incident in incidents of gender-based violence during the COVID-19 pandemic. It reveals various other risk factors that have been found attributive to the surge of gender-based violence since an economic insecurity and alcohol consumption. The results of the review indicate that despite the global prevalence, gender-based violence has been one of the most neglected outcomes of pandemic. Moreover, the legislations and services available for such victims and often 
inadequate and thus worsening the situation. South Africa holds the shameful South Africa holds the shameful distinction of being one of the most unsafe places in the world to be a woman. We have amongst the highest rate of intimate partner violence and recently released data from Stat Statistics SA show that rape and sexual violence have become hyperpandemic. This is a source that affects all of us, young and old, black or white, rich and poor, queer or cis, rural or urban. It pervades every sphere of society. Women and girls being abused, assaulted in our country every day at the hands of men. We are in tow of deep crisis. That means deep crisis that must be brought to this house of end. Due to the increase in gender-based violence, the South African government launched a fund to respond to gender-based violence aimed at supporting the implementation of the National Strategic Plan and the wider response in the country. NSP aims to provide a multi-sectoral reasonable strategic policy and program framework to strengthen, to strengthen a coordinated national response to the crisis of gender-based violence and femicide by the government of South Africa and the country. The strategy seeks to address the needs and challenges faced by all, especially women across age, sexual orientation, sexual and gender identities, and specific groups such as elderly women, women who live with disability, migrant women, trans women affected and impacted by the gender-based violence scourge in South Africa. The fund has the following objectives. It is a vehicle for private sector contributions resources for the implementation of the national strategic plan provide necessary programming and financial infrastructure robust accountability in governments for private sector funds facility operational strategic cohesion between donors and government and technical support for the efficient efficient and effective delivery of the program so like what is your opinion about the fund Um, I think it's a good idea. It's something that should have been done a long time ago, actually. Um, but I'm glad that it's finally being implemented now. Personally, I think like it's way overdue. I think that the more resources and time we put into actually solve, I can't say solving the problem, but like aimed at reducing the risk, I think it will help. Like any effort the government puts into reducing gender-based violence is a step up. Like, at this point, we can't go any lower than what we have been at this point. So, the fact that there is a fund created for this now, the fact that they are putting more time and effort into this, and the fact that they are finally seeing that gender-based violence was actually a pandemic, like the president announced, and the fact that it's like the, the eyes are finally opening up. Like we said at the beginning, um, it was said that gender-based violence was very neglected in our country, but the protest and the organizations and everything has finally opened our government's eyes and it finally seems to me like they are actually taking this serious so it's a step up for us and i think it's a good idea so yeah do you think it will help decrease gender-based violence though <coughs> there's a difficult question it's a 50 50 um i think there's a 50 pin there's a 50% chance that the stats decrease, but there's also a 50% chance that it doesn't because remember, um, there's still other people out in the world. We don't know exactly um, what other people are going through. Some of them might not even speak up at all, so we, we wouldn't know, so it's like a 50-50 for me. Honestly, 
I just think that it's gonna it might not decrease gender based violence at this moment, but I think it's it's almost like I said before, it's a step up. Like we are going somewhere with gender based violence. It's like they are finally realizing realizing that it's a thing. So to me, yes, I do think it's gonna help decrease gender based violence, but not at this moment. We are still it's like the start of something that's not new, but it's the start of something great which will help decrease gender-based violence in the long run, I would say. So, yeah, I think it's um, it's a step into the future which will definitely help decrease gender-based violence. Okay, guys, so we'll be going for a short break, and after the break, we'll be right back with some more information. So please stay tuned.
welcome back to the show guys so to recap we basically spoke about what happened on valentine's day in 2013 um reverse tea and camp and oscar pistorius um we spoke about the quarantine paradox um which increased the cases of gender-based violence and also we spoke about the general so we also spoke about the gender-based violence and femicide response fund and the objectives as well so now we're just gonna go in further okay so as we mentioned that this is a valentine's day show we would like to use valentine's day to create awareness on gender-based violence and femicide while doing our research we came across the campaign that said this valentine's day let's remind each other that hands are for holding which basically means that your hands is said to help your, you to show your partner of love and affection, not to be used as a weapon. And this brings us right into our next topic, which is femicide and gender-based violence. Femicide is generally, un- generally understood to involve intentional murder of a woman because they're women. Globally, gender-based violence is seen as a gross violation of human rights and attack on women's dignity and a significant public health problem. Gender-based violence include physical, economical, sexual, and psychological abuse from intimate and non-intimate partners, rape, sexual abuse of girls, sexual harassment, and acts such as attacking women for sex as well as femicide. The most extreme form of gender-based violence, um, intimate femicide refers to the killing of a female by an intimate partner that is a current boyfriend, ex-husband, boyfriend or ex-boyfriend same-sex partner or rejected would be lover and non-intimate femicide refers to the killing of a female person by someone other than an intimate partner violence against women is defined as any act of gender-based violence that results in or is likely to result in physical sexual or psychological harm or suffering to women including threats of such as whether occurring in public or in private life. It refers to a specific form of gender-based violence that is directed at a woman because she is a woman, which affects her directly. So, um, this being said that many women get affected, like get, um, how can I say, when men take advantage of women, it's either because like, they see the woman as the weaker person or it's just because they see the woman as a woman. Meaning that they see women as that you are weak and I can overpower you and I can do anything which I want to do you. And like I said, yeah, that they either get threats in public or like in private. Which means like, like when people tell you, no, you can't do this because you are a woman. Or no, you can't do that because you are a girl. So foods. And when they're killing you just because you are a woman, it, fuzzy, <laughs> it, fuzzy, it basically means that they're killing you because you are a woman. You are a girl with hair, with eyes, with the... With boobs and all those other things so it's how can i say it so they're basically killing you because of who you are and the problem they have with a woman as in intentionally killing a woman because she's a woman woman just like both of us are just like many out of you many of you guys out there are so yeah it affects women throughout the life cycle it is often exhibited by cultural economic ideological technical, political, religious, social, and environmental factors. As society has evolved, there has been calls of expanded understandings of gender-based violence. 
and gender identity cyber violence and state violence in which women and girls are denied access to the critical sexual and reproductive health rights historically the term gender-based violence was first was used first by feminists who wished to underline the importance of understanding the structural inequalities that men and boys have more power than women and girls however this term is increasingly used to refer to the violence that is related to gender identity so there isn't really much to say on what is being said here because it basically says everything that um the inequalities that were given to men that they have this idea that they have more power than a woman or that any girl has which is not true we're all equal in every type of way different body parts we get it but we all equal in society so yeah current expressions around gender-based violence is most likely focused on violence experienced by a woman women whose gender identity and sex at birth matches The LGBTI plus community individuals may also experience gender-based violence, particularly in contexts when this violence is targeted at someone based on their gender identity, particularly in contexts when it is violence is targeted at someone based on their gender identity or sexual orientation or being gender non-confirming and or not participating in heterosexuality. Violence may also be used to feminize men. or to undermine their masculinity ensuring that they are not excused from some form of gender-based violence the use of violence to institute maintain a particular form of gender relationships is also influenced in a complex way by predators ideas about their victims race disability social class among other factors at the same time there has been an increasing acknowledgement of ways in which the hidden and normalized violence of academic exclusion and of other symptoms of oppression and perpetrated by individuals institutions and systems need to be intergenerational on how gender based violence is conceptualized and respond in south africa so now we're going to be taking a listen to one of our own youth reporters telling a story actually the one who's co-hosting with me Tamika so please take a listen when i was the age of um 8 or 7 Um I was sexually assaulted on not once, not twice, but multiple occasions by somebody that I trusted. I don't refer to myself as a victim. I refer to myself more as a survivor because I got through this. Even though it was hard, it was very very hard. Um I didn't talk to anybody. I was more to myself. But then on the brighter side of everything i got through this um i started doing radio and then i got my confidence back and i became more of who i am um i did grow up in a community where this wasn't spoken about much um i grew up i know what it is to struggle it might not look so but i do know what it is to struggle um i just want to let you guys know like standing here sitting here in front of me that even though your community might not speak on a certain situation or they might not bring up events certain events because they're trying to protect you somehow but i want to let you guys know that you can come out of your community and you can become a better person and no matter where you come from that there is always a brighter side of everything okay so like i said i hope to make a story inspired you guys to speak up and to actually tell your own story And now we're going to go for a short break and I hope you guys have taken in all the information. We'll be right back so please stay tuned.
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear loved one. Happy birthday to you. We know it's not your birthday, but singing the birthday song two times is how long you need to wash your hands with soap and water. Regularly and thoroughly clean your hands with an alcohol-based hand rub or wash them with soap and water. Washing your hands with soap and water or using alcohol-based hand sanitizer kills viruses that may be on your hands. So stay safe and stay clean. Welcome back guys. So now we're going to speak about gender-based violence and femicide as a national crisis. In South Africa, South African women and girls experience unacceptably high levels of gender-based violence that remain largely undocumented, un- underreported and undercounted for in the national statistics. While we know that gender-based violence is high, available stati- statistics tend to underestimate prevalence and incidence of gender-based violence and that makes it imperative imperative for the country to improve routine data collection and to find, design and collect reliable data through a nation gender-based violence survey that is repeated at certain intervals to track trends over time. So national statistics demonstrate that South Africa has a national crisis in relation to gender-based violence. Worldwide, it is estimated that over 1 in 3 women, 35.6% age 15 and above, have experienced physical or sexual violence by a partner. While all women are affected by gender-based violence, it is disproportionately affect women living in poverty and women who are marginalized in other ways within society such as young women, lesbian women, trans women, intersex women, black women, migrant women, disabled women and others, which basically means this affects all of us. There's not one person, not one woman out there who would want to affect. Because as they say, we as a woman stand as a pack. I don't know if they actually say that. Anyway, when you affect one woman, you affect us all. We should all stand together as a nation, no matter what. So when it affects one woman, it affects us all. And like we said here, this is basically each woman. There's not, it's not excluding any one of us. So why not speak up about gender-based violence? Why just look past it when one woman is saying, telling this story? Why not actually talk about it and actually, I can listen and actually speak about your own story and like find ways to help? Because you get many of those people who see people telling these stories or and they're just scrolling past on Facebook or such stuff. So why don't actually ask, is there anything I can do? Have you been helped? What can I actually do to help you? Because... I mean, we as women should support each other and help each other and always have each other's back. So, yeah. We spoke to an organization that recently started a foundation that is aimed at helping gender-based violence survivors. We've been working with them on so many projects. So, if you guys want to see what we got up to and what we've been doing with them, make sure to check out our Facebook as well as this. So, yes, guys, thank you so much for listening to our show. That's all from us for this week. And until next time, that's bye from me. A lot can happen in 20 seconds. You can pay for groceries, text a loved one, touch up your hair, or you can stop a global pandemic. Washing your hands thoroughly with soap and water for 20 seconds can stop the spread of the coronavirus. Make your 20 seconds count and help save lives. UNICEF, for every child.